1: just like customizing your terms so your car fits your budget. Mm, mm, mm. Visit Carvana.com or download the app to experience car shopping the way it should be. Convenient. Comfortable. Ah.
0: Hey, Kardashian doesn't deserve a second of my time. I don't know. It was sounding real haterish to me. What's good? What's going on? Welcome back to yet another episode of DX Daily, your new favorite podcast out here. A podcast that is brought to you by Hip Hop DX, and here's where we keep you updated on everything that's going down in hip hop music culture. I'm one of your lovely hosts, radio personality, media personality, podcast extraordinaire,
1: <laughs> Asia Sky, and I'm your other lovely host and our media personality as well, content creator, radio personality, A Dub. It is a brand new week brand new things to talk about so starting off with Kodak Black he
0: was having a bit of trouble recently he put up a tweet that many people interpreted as suicidal and then he came back and explained what he was going through so we'll get into that also we have an update on the latest scandal with the baby there were some allegations that he was DMing a married woman well now the woman has come out and apologized also Kim K was on Saturday Night Live this weekend and Kanye West was the butt of a lot of her jokes Yeah, she had some, she had a couple of things to say about Yeezy. And lastly, Meek Mill's Expensive Pain album landed at the number three spot on the Billboard Top 200. Let's get down to it. Okay, so let's start out with Kodak Black. He appeared to be going through it mentally and emotionally this past weekend. Uh, He got on Twitter and he tweeted out something basically that sounded like he was suicidal, like he was ready to end it all.
1: Yeah, this initial tweet is very upsetting and very sad. But he says, so lonely, depressed, sad, and effed up. Nobody love me. Nobody cares. I'm everywhere at once. Friends playing in my head. Girls playing with my heart. Wish I can go back to the start. I'll never be famous. Sitting in my room crying. Feel like killing myself. Dang, Kodak. Hmm. Yeah, that's
0: heavy. I can see where he would come from with this just as a result of everything that's happened in his life in the past year or so. Like I I feel like there was going to be a buildup at some point, just from being in prison to fighting all of these different cases to people trying to kill him, multiple attempts on his life in this past year. Mm -hmm. And you never know if that came from some of his friends, acquaintances, people he knew that he thought was really his peoples, but they weren't his peoples. And then you have various romantic relationships that he was in. Like he was buying women jewelry from jail and all types of shenanigans that were going on. So, I could see how all of that mixed in together would really kind of mess with a person's head. So I I really felt it was unfortunate that he felt that way and didn't really have feel like he have any outlets to tell people about that, too. Yeah. So after he tweeted all of that, he disabled his social media accounts. And of course, that was going to make his friends and family worry. Mm -hmm. If you tweet something out like that and then you delete all your socials. Yeah, it's time to it's time to send the cops to your house and and see and make sure that you are right because that is concerning.
1: Yeah, definitely concerning because you can't just tweet something like that. And also say in the tweet, I feel like killing myself, disable your social media. And so we can't see what you're doing or, you know, if you made it like a, an update tweet or something or what you want to say or check out anything. So definitely concerning right there. But yeah, but then leave it to academics. He actually posted like a long iPhone note from Kodak, which he did ultimately apologize for his actions.
0: I hate that he had to apologize. Like yeah. you you shouldn't have to apologize for feeling that way. I think there's just better channels to go about it. But when you feel like there is really no other form of expression, you just want to get your thoughts off. You tweet it out. And then, of course, that worries people. So people are concerned. But in the response, in the um, note that, academics posted Kodak said I mean maybe that wasn't the best thing to tweet and very selfish of me to let a thought like that succumb he said I apologize to me for doubting myself like I ain't a raw ass gangster ass dude but thugs need love too you know and it's totally unfair to the people that do love me that do care and want to see me happy successful however that looks okay I get it. I I get the sentiment, but it's still, it's like, dude, like, it's cool that you, you are going through, not cool as in the sense of like, oh, it's fun, but Mm -hmm. it's okay that you are going through whatever you're going through. Um, I don't think he had to apologize for that aspect of it. And it's not a, it is not even about what the people around you are going to feel because you're going through some things. It's just. I want Kodak Black to go to therapy, long story short.
1: Yeah, long story short, just get some therapy, my it's, dude.
0: Yeah, yeah, it's it's hard because you, you're you a rapper. You feel like you have to project this certain image, and you can't be vulnerable, a certain level of vulnerable, or you feel like you have no one to turn to. So it's like, you know, turn to a therapist maybe. She'll help you work these things out. It's, it's fine. It's okay. It's good. You don't have to apologize. You don't have to go on Twitter and do ios press releases to apologize for feeling the way that you felt like i just feel like kodak it's understandable that you're going through what you're going through but the important part now is that you just get help and get a good support system around you
1: yeah shout out to the ones who you know make going to therapy cool and you know men going to therapy cool as as well as black men going to therapy as well Mm -hmm. as a cool thing to do so yeah definitely Maybe um, we could slide some suggestions to like a therapy side or therapy people for Kodak Black or something. If he's listening. Right. So, yeah, because get the help if you need it. And anybody listening, too, if you're ever going through something like that or feel the same way Kodak Black is, definitely don't be afraid to get help or talk to somebody, you know?
0: Yeah. Yeah. And this has been your DX Daily Mental Health PSA. Okay. (laughs) Um, Better health, if y'all want to cut the check. Because the ads, you know, I hear them advertising on <laughs> a lot of podcasts.
1: Okay. Um,
0: now that we now that we had that great conversation, I just wanted to throw that in there. Because, you know, I'll be hearing them on all of my other favorite podcasts. So, you know. You just jump on this one. We, we advocate for mental health over here at DX
1: Daily as well. We do.
0: Now, let's give this update on the baby and these allegations that he was DMing a married woman.
1: Yeah, so a couple of episodes ago, we did talk about how the married couple, Mrs. Latruth and Mr. Latruth,
0: was uh, <laughs> telling lies.
1: Was telling lies this whole time because they were saying that um, the wife had got screenshots of the baby trying to DM or get into her DMs, and she put this long. Post and long caption being like, I don't play about my marriage. And then her husband comes in and he had posted like a phone call that he had with the baby being like, oh, why'd you <laughs> DM my wife? And the baby was like, I didn't do that. So all of that, that past week, Asia, and it finally came out that both of them apologized, the wife and the husband. Because I guess the woman who first sent the screenshot saying that they did fake it to try to like start something. but wow. Yeah, but everybody was like, mm, y'all just got caught up in y'all trying to make it to the blog so it's a lot of like back and forth if they did get you know um if they didn't know that it was trying somebody was trying to plot on them type of thing over the baby getting their dms or that they plan it themselves but ultimately the baby ain't sliding nobody dms
0: wow this whole time and the woman did put a post up she said apology to the baby and his family thanks fans for doing your investigation and getting the truth from this girl who started it all people have way too much time on their hands Yeah, that's weird behavior. Mm -hmm. Very, very weird behavior. This reminds me of the show on Netflix. What was it called? Clickbait? Ah, yeah. When the lady just assumed a whole fake online persona (laughs) just to get some attention. That's what this is giving right now. Like, why are you going to these links to try and rope somebody into something that they really didn't even do?
1: Yeah, very strange. you're,
0: You're not even getting the clout from it. Like, I don't know these people's names. I'm not about to go tune into their blog or whatever they got going on now like I don't this is not gaining you fans or money or anything really other than two seconds of the blogs talking about you
1: yeah so I I hope it was worth it It, whatever you gained from it or did not gain from it you know (laughs) hope it was worth it yeah I don't know we gotta stop we gotta stop with this this corniness (laughs) please
0: okay so now let's talk about Meek Mill his album Expensive Pain dropped recently as you know couple of bops up there, by the way, too. Mm -hmm. FYI, um, if you haven't heard it yet. But the album officially landed at number three on the Billboard 200. Um, Despite the fact that academics kept on with this campaign that the Meek Mill album is going to flop. Number three on the Billboard 200 is not a flop. So uh, one time for Meek Mill getting that number three spot. You know, he's going to keep a top five album, if nothing else. According to Hits Daily Double, the album sold 93,000 total album equivalent units on that first week. And this is Meek's fifth, actually, consecutive top three debut. So, oh. yeah, clearly he's doing good out here. Yeah, good for Meek Mill, for real, for real. But not in academics' eyes. Not at all. <laughs> you know he and academics had it their back and forth a while ago. And academics decided to do a live stream where he was talking about the the fact that Meek Mill was buying promotion for his album. Mm. Now, I don't know in what world it's bad for a rapper to market and promote their album or the rapper's label to market and promote their album and pay for that to happen. But according to academics, this means that Meek Mill is down bad. Here's what he had to say. Meek. You had to pay for posts, and you still flop, nigga. That's a fact. I don't care if you send it to me. I've seen everywhere where you sent that shit at. So let me expose how much bray you were spending, all right? Let's go.
1: Thank you.
0: I don't really care to do this for other artists, but a nigga who was talking that arrogantly, acting like he that nigga, you're not that nigga no more, nigga. So let me expose it right now. Let's go. Let's go to uh Instagram Shadum. Shadu don't really give a fuck about no rappers. But let's see what they post about Meek Mill. I'm, I'm gonna tell you right now. I'm gonna just scroll through. I don't have no fucking posts or nothing like that to like bring up. I'm, I'm, I'm gonna tell you when the post came in. He's trying to do an expose right now. He's searching ShadeRoom.com <laughs> to find the post where they promoted Meek Mill's album. Trying it. It's coming. <laughs> Jesus Christ! They yo, they post way more than me. He's having a very hard time finding the post. (laughs) Um, But basically, this whole thing is to prove like, oh, Drake didn't have to pay to promote his album, which is a lie because he had billboards across several different cities around the globe. Exactly. Um, He's comparing it to other people saying like, oh, you're the one that has to pay blogs and social media sites to promote your album. But it's like. Dude, marketing is marketing. If you want to pay Shade Room or if you want to throw up a billboard, it's just different levels of creativity to it and different ways you can go about doing it. But uh, academics' whole point was you did all that and you still didn't get the number one spot and you still sold 93,000 albums and you didn't crack 100. That's the gist of what he was getting at.
1: I mean, I get the numbers game, but... Academics, all you do is like sit and critique these rappers who are clearly like Meat Mills. I hope he's not worried about academics because Meat Mill got bigger fish to fry. Got the album, it's top three. Like, right? You can't always be number one, but at least you top three yeah
0: it's not bad top three uh, artist would kill to get on the top three of the billboard 200 okay. kill to sell ninety three thousand album units like it's not a bad thing academics is saying it's bad because it's meek and he doesn't like meek he has a problem with meek meek has a problem with him so that's oh, basically the the basis of all of this but speaking of problems uh, <laughs> was it a problem for uh, kim k to be going in on her ex-husband at saturday night live this past weekend
1: A lot of people, they said that she did good, but a lot of people are saying she did bad and why she had to go at Kanye West so hard on SNL.
0: Yeah, so she had to host, and it was uh, her hosting for the first time. And during that opening monologue, she was throwing jabs at Kanye. Uh, She said, you know, she started off with praising his musical talent and his long, long, long money, his long bank account, his long pockets, Then she said, I married the best rapper of all time. She said, not only that, he's the richest black man in America. Legit genius who gave me four incredible kids. So when I divorced them, you know, it had to come down to just one thing. His personality. Mm. Dang. She hit him where it hurts. Right. Below the belt. (laughs) um yeah so she continued to go in on that so yeah people were not taking too kindly to that part but there also was some other parts in there that people thought were funny like there was a little bit about her um knowing oj and that being the first black person she ever met and she had some puns in there about stabbing killing etc etc we all know what happened with that and one journalist hopped on twitter and was like has snl ever had a less qualified less talented host than kim kardashian I won't be watching SNL tonight. Kim Kardashian doesn't deserve a second of my time. I don't know. It was sounding real haterish to
1: me. Yeah. Like if you like Kim or if you don't like Kim, Kim is still a big personality. Like it's not I mean, it's bound. She's going to be hosting something as big as SNL at some point. Mm. Yeah. Another person was like, I just watched SNL hosted by Kim Kardashian.
0: And all I have to say is how the F did that show keeping up with the Kardashians last so long? She's absolutely horrible at acting. She should be banned from SNL for sucking so bad. LOL, Jesus, wow! I mean, it was going hard, man. I think she did pretty good. Honestly, she's not an actor. She's not a comedian. I think she held it. She held it down as decently as she could. The writers did a good job writing for her. the The opening monologue, which is the main part that I saw, mm-hmm. um, the OJ thing was funny. The Kanye thing, she kept it cute. She kept it light enough, in my opinion. Like, when they said going in, I thought she was, like, you know, going to be discussing his mental health problems or the album kept on getting pushed back or something like that. But if all she said was, you know, his personality was a little eccentric. I feel like that's not taking it too far.
1: Right. And a lot of people also mentioned that, like, this opening monologue was kind of like her, I guess, really confirming that they did divorce or getting this divorce. So she kind of solidified that quote-unquote rumor because we really didn't get a actual source for a while but for her saying it
0: right kind of uh uh,
1: close some things up right it's the official confirmation
0: Mm -hmm. that might have been the whole reason she did it because you know kanye already had a problem with snl um they're getting their divorce there's been rumors flying back and forth this whole entire time since we learned about the divorce so that was probably her way of just stamping it like listen it's really happening but Mm -hmm. we're gonna dress it up with some jokes and let you know it's still all good between us
1: right that's her statement
0: you're not slick kim we found (laughs) out your motive we have uncovered yet another uh not a conspiracy really because it's it was written on the wall pretty plain yeah we've we've closed another case here on dx daily (laughs) and i think that is going to wrap up today's episode yes that concludes today's episode of dx daily as always subscribe to this podcast on all platforms wherever you're listening at right now Hit that
1: follow button
0: and make sure you stay tapped in with us, all right? Also, subscribe to our YouTube channel,
1: which is Hip Hop DX. And be sure to follow us on all of our socials like our Instagram, our Twitter, and our TikTok at Hip Hop DX. Yes, you can follow us as well. At Asia Sky
0: is my page on their all platforms. And I'm at Adub on everything too. And we will see you tomorrow with more daily news. Yeah.